one of the complaints that I get when I discuss my ideas around uh, personal selling, follow-up, following through, and um, trying to take the initiative when we're in a sales context. So one of the complaints that I get is that brides and grooms are insensitive, they're impolite, uh, they don't respond to messages, they're unserious, and all sorts of things. Now, sometimes I find it um, kind of hypocritical, although I don't point it out to whoever it is that I'm talking to at the time, as if I'm talking to a photographer or a wedding planner or a videographer, because um, unfortunately it's just a feature of um, modern society. People get blasted with messages all the time. We're all ultra busy and our phones are pinging off left, right and center. And so uh, we often get that message and we want to reply to it, but we don't know quite what to say because we want to be polite. I'll respond later. And then because of that, you don't respond at all. So these and many more are part of the reasons why our brides and grooms or members of their family who are negotiating um, with so that we can be their um, prized vendor. So these are the, uh, some of the many reasons why they do not um, respond. So when I hear people in the wedding space complain about it, usually what I want to say is, hey, look, everybody does that. Let's not be hypocritical. Um, we are the professionals here. Let's take the responsibility for moving this relationship along. And if we can't move it along, let's qualify to be sure that they are interested in the first place and that there's a need here. And if we go through our qualification process and there's no need, then just drop the person from your follow-up schedule and then um, move on to some other person who actually needs a wedding photographer or a videographer or a wedding planner or whatever service it is that you provide. Now, um, one reason why I don't say don't complain is kind of hypocritical is because I know that the moment I say that, the response is going to be no. I'm usually on top of my messages. Um, I usually reply uh, blah, blah, blah. So I do not do that. But then I got a really interesting example a couple of days ago. There was a friend of mine who uh, runs a co-working space and they have um, a fully furnished uh, suite available that, um, yeah, that they have open. And I know a photographer guy who's been looking for space for a while. And so I told him about it, that uh, this is available and it's going to be 400k a year. It's in Maitama and... Um, yeah, it's a cool place. And so he was really, really um, happy and he wanted the details. I exchanged numbers and uh, yeah, so that was that. Anyway, I followed up um, a couple of days afterwards because usually whenever I make a referral and introduction, I like to follow up with people on both ends because I want to be sure that the introduction or the recommendation that I made was a good one. Because if it's not a good uh, referral or recommendation, um, the reason why you should do that is because if it's not a good referral or recommendation, it will be nice to know right now so that you can stop referring uh, the other party and so you can stop making those kinds of introductions. Because when you make introductions and uh, referrals, your personal credibility is at stake and so we have to guard it jealously. So I reached out to find out how things were going and... Um, uh, my friend who runs the co-working space, um, she says, uh, well, this guy never responded to my messages. And I thought, oh, that's odd. And then I reached out to my photographer friend and then he said, um, uh, you know, oh boy, the thing is too expensive. It's like expensive. How? Is it not 400k a year? Isn't that your budget? And he says, no, it's 400k a month. And I was like, wow, okay. If it's that way, I kind of understand because at 400k a month, you're looking at, uh, what's that? That's 4. 
uh, is that 4.8 mil, I guess. Forgive me, I'm not good at math. So I think at 400K for a month, that runs up to about 4.8 mil in a year. And so I understand that uh, for someone who had a 400K budget, if the total um, bill at the end of the day comes up to 5 million, then the gap is really, really, really huge. And I understand the reason why he didn't respond. But now here's the thing. This is exactly the kind of thing that our brides and grooms would do. They'll reach out and they say, hey, what's up? I've seen your work. I like what you do. I want you to be my wedding planner. How much? And then you just throw out a figure. You say 500K. And they get shocked by the amount because maybe they were thinking 50K or 100K would be enough to um, secure a wedding planner. And so what do they do? They go quiet. They're ghosts. They're too polite. They don't want to tell you no. I mean, whatever the reasons are. It's just the same dynamic in place here. So, uh, I mean, you guys out there <clears throat> might insist that you wouldn't do the same thing in under similar circumstances. But the thing is, I don't know if it's a good habit or a bad habit. It's just the way that things are these days. So, we complain that brides and grooms do that to us. But then we turn around and we do it to other people. So, it's not something to take personal. It's just part of the normal um business habit or business etiquette um, for today for better or for worse now what we have to do in this situation if we're ever in this situation where um we've told the person the price and then uh, they go ghost and not responding to messages is um uh, you try and seek feedback like i've said time and time again so um of course uh, my friend who is um, doing the co-working space um um okay what was i so my friend she's doing the um, she's managing the co-working space, the guy is not responding to messages, and then she just ignores, and then uh, she moves on. But assuming it was one of us uh, on the other end of the line, you're the one who's trying to sell the product or the service, what you ought to do is to seek some feedback. You say, hey bro, I, you know, since the last message on 400k, you haven't responded, uh, what's up? Uh, was that beyond your budget? And of course, the person is going to say, um, yes the person might respond and say yes it was beyond the budget and then of course you keep on asking a couple more questions because sometimes the thing is that people don't have a realistic estimate of what the budget is it's possible that thinking 400k for a piece of property um, in Maitama for the whole year is a ridiculous estimate and then that's the point where you're going to say uh, really you really think you can get 400k Maitama um, for one year um, and the person is going to say, yeah, it's possible. And, you know, you ask a couple of questions to educate. Like, oh, okay, which other vendors have you been speaking with? And, you know, you just have that conversation. It's by asking questions that you're going to be able to get the person to um, revise the budget and see that the price that is on the table actually is realistic given the circumstances or given the environment or given the um, context. But the thing is, um, you're not going to be able to move the process along until you ask um, questions. But uh, I guess the summary of the reason why I'm making this podcast today is just to let you guys know that when you talk to brides, when you talk to grooms, when you're talking to Uncle Cletus or Auntie Sylvia or whoever it is that reached out to say, are you available to plan this wedding or to shoot this wedding? And then they start ghosting you. They don't say anything, particularly after you've brought up the money thing. Don't take it personal. It's just business. That's just how people do business these days and whether you like it or not we do exactly the same thing so we get angry when people do it um, to us in the wedding space and then if we're looking for office space we do the same thing the realtor says this is how much it costs and you know if the realtor says it costs uh, 2.3 but what you thought was 800k 
you just don't reply the message. That's just what we do. It's the same thing. You're trying to buy pajamas for your kids on Instagram and you say how much and the person says uh, a pack of six for 50k. You just ignore the Instagram message. You don't respond. That is just what people do. So when you are on uh, the receiving end, um, when you're on the receiving end, don't complain. That's just what you do. Take the initiative, try and drive the conversation along. But the goal, of course, should be to try and ask questions to see what the person's um, expectations were in the first place. And if the expectations are unrealistic, you'll have to tell them that, oh, okay, I see, you used to live in Port Harcourt before. And in Port Harcourt, yes, you can get a wedding planner to plan your wedding for uh, 50K. Uh, but things are different. You know, Buja, these are the standards we work with, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know what the justifications are anyway, but you can ask the questions and educate them to see that if you're going to get a wedding planner um, of uh, repute or good, um, what would I say, good work standards in Abuja, they would have to revise their budget upwards and uh, yeah, you can advise um, accordingly. But bottom line is you're not going to know until you start asking uh, some questions. So if they ghost, you have to ask. Um, if the proposal was adequate, if you missed out something, um, always ask questions. But don't complain when people do it to you because you do the same thing too. I guess that is the summary of what it is that I hopped on the mic to say today. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja Bay Sales Consultant and Event Media Professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. Uh, no recording tomorrow because tomorrow is Sunday and I'll be recording episodes for the So You're Getting Married podcast, which is my second podcast, wedding related, but is geared towards um, brides and grooms and all the wonderful wedding planning and relationship uh, and marriage building ideas that we discuss over on that handle. So um, assuming you're a wedding vendor, but you don't happen to be married and you are getting ready to walk down the aisle, then please, by all means, um, uh, when you're done with this, uh, skip out to the search function, search for that using my name, um, not the title, because there are tons of podcasts that share that same name. Unfortunately, I should have done research, but I was being lazy. So you search for Tavishima Ayede, that's T-A-V-E-R-S-H-I-M-A, and Ayede is A-Y-E-D-E, and you'll see the second podcast, the So You're Getting Married podcast, and then follow on over there for more um, interesting and uh, wonderful conversation, but um, on a more personal level, of course. It's marriage and relationship-centered. Okay, yeah, so yeah, when you're done with that, of course, you just keep an ear out over here on this space for more uh, business and semi-marketing-related uh, content Content, yeah, content that we discuss uh, over here on this uh, podcast, which is built primarily around the idea that selling and personal selling is what we need, uh, or rather, is a very is a veritable tool that you can use to build our businesses because we learn how to move the transaction along and the relationship along one conversation at a time, and most importantly, we learn how to ask for the commitment because that's something that a lot of us are very uh, poor at doing. So thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.